Good morning. Welcome to church. We're so glad you're here today. My name is Pastor Tim. And I'm Pastor Harriet. Welcome to church. We're so glad you're here today. Hey, if this is your first time coming to be with us online, we would love to hear from you. On the screen, there's a phone number there, 1910-400-1123. Just type in the blank there, welcome. That'll let us know you came to be with us. We're so glad you're here. You ready for church today? I'm ready for church. Let's do it. Hello, Life Church family. Welcome to Online Church. Once again, I'm so glad you're with us. Our in-person services are going well, but we are continuing to be committed to doing our very best for our online church community. We love you so much. I do miss you. Can't wait to get to see you. And I'm so hopeful that soon we all get to gather again. So that's our prayer. We're praying for that. I want you to know I'm praying for you, though. It's been such a difficult season. Honestly, I know you agree with me on this, but I have no idea how people are getting through this season of difficulty without the Lord in their life. I don't know how people do it. I don't know how they get through without having God in their life to help them through it. I don't know about you, but I've been experiencing over the last weeks and months levels of fear at times and frustration at times. I've wanted to complain uh, I can't complain anymore because I preached about complaining last week. Um, so now I'm complaining about not being able to complain. I guess that's not too good either. But, um, but listen, um, I just know that on the inside, so many people are feeling, feeling tired and weary. And I don't know how you get through it without the Lord, but we do have the Lord. And I know that he, the Holy Spirit is inside of you. He's inside of me. We have hope of Jesus inside of us. I love that we have a church family that encourages us, stands together. And so we're going to get through this. I believe that we're going to come through this better than when we went into this. I believe our church is going to be stronger. I think personally we're going to come out with new spiritual muscles that we didn't have before. And so I'm just standing on that, prophesying that we're going to be better than when we went into this. I believe our church is stronger than we know. And so I want to tell you, thank you for staying tuned in. Thank you for staying engaged in church. Thank you for your generosity. You guys are amazing. We're amazing together. And so I really love you. and I'm grateful for you. So welcome to church. Let me pray for you as we get started. Father, we thank you for this day. I do pray right now that your spirit would strengthen us through all of the difficulties. I pray that we would uh, feel your presence stronger and stronger. Father, I pray that we would build spiritual muscles through this and we would come through this stronger than when we went in. And so, Father, thank you for this day. Bless this day. Bless this message. Help it to strengthen us in the name of Jesus. Come on, everybody at home, give me a amen. All right, awesome. Well, today, happy Father's Day. I love Father's Day. Um, I love being a dad, and so I like Father's Day because my kids are forced to give me presents they're forced to take me to lunch and do nice things to me. I'm just kidding. I do love Father's Day. and We want to honor all the fathers, all the grandfathers. We just want to honor and celebrate fathers today. We honor you. We bless you today in the name of Jesus. Hey, real quick, um, I have a verse for all of the young dads. Maybe if you've just had a, a newborn or maybe future dads. And so this is a verse that's specifically for you and about children out of the book of Deuteronomy chapter 129. 
And it says, they said to you, do not be terrified or afraid of them. <laughs> hey, don't be afraid of those kids. I'm just kidding. That's, that's the best I got for a, a dad joke today. Uh, that's a bad pastor joke. Um, but for real, don't be afraid of those children only until they become teenagers. You don't have to be afraid until then. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. It's all fun. Um, happy Father's Day. What is Father's Day all about? Uh, I love what Ephesians 6.2 says. It says, honor your father and mother. In other words, we should take a moment and celebrate the fathers and, and, and obviously the mothers, but we just want to honor fathers, and so we want to be a part of that as a church in honoring fathers. Today I'm going to take a pause from our normal sermon series that we've been in. We're in a series out of the book of Philippians, and so I'm just going to press pause on that for today because I want to just have a message that's specifically for fathers. Next week I'll pick back up in Philippians. We'll be in Philippians chapter 3. And so today we're going to just, just talk to fathers. Just have a great day for encouraging fathers. My sermon title today is A Father's Influence. Fathers, we have an opportunity to give a godly influence into our families. And I want to speak on this topic today because I really want to show value to fathers. I want to, to lift fathers. And I really want to just maybe give a little encouragement on how we can be better in our fathering and in our influence in our families. And so nothing in a way of criticism, only encouragement today, but I just want to kind of push us a little bit and help us to be the best we can be as fathers on this Father's Day. Statistics show us that fathers are really influential in the family. There are statistics out there that show that fatherlessness is like a pandemic, that it's destructive in the lives of our children. And so this isn't in a way of condemnation, but it's just statistics to show how important fathers can be in the life of their children. And I want to read you some of these statistics just to kind of bring to the forefront the significance of a father. Some of the statistics I've found through different credible websites and even from some of our government websites are, are this, is 71% of high school dropouts are from fatherless homes. 71% of high school dropouts. 71% of pregnant teenagers are from fatherless homes. 85% of children with behavioral disorders are from fatherless homes. 90% of homeless and runaway children are from fatherless homes. 63% of youth suicides are from fatherless homes. 85% of all youth in prison are from fatherless homes. 279%, in other words, almost three times more likely that, that kids will deal drugs out of a fatherless home. It's 400% more likely that kids are growing up in poverty out of a fatherless home. Those are huge statistics. It shows the, the impact of fatherlessness, but it also shows the impact that we can have an influence in our families. I read another article 
out of the Promise Keepers website and off of the Baptist Press that collaborated these findings about fathers and the spiritual influence into their children and families. And in this study, they said that if a father does not go to church and the mother does go to church, so if the father does not but the mother does go to church, only one out of 50 children will become regular church attenders. One out of 50. It's 2%. But if a father does attend church regularly, now listen to this, if a father goes to church regularly, and even if a mother doesn't, statistics show that 70 out of 100 children will grow up and go to church as adults. That's huge. What an influence a father has. We have significant influence. Now, let me just say this, because I really don't want to devalue mothers. Mothers, you are so important. Mothers are, are equally as important. Your role is equally as important. It's really not a matter of one or the other being more important. What it really matters is that God has designed uh, the role of a father and mother to serve as a complementary fashioned together. We should complement our raising of children. Together we represent a full, broad look of who the father is, the heart of a father, the compassion of a father towards children. Complementary. So it's not one is more important than the other. I'm just simply saying that I'm highlighting the father's influence, the father's role today. And also for moms and for children who don't have a father in the home, I want you to know those statistics don't have to apply to you. Those are just statistics. We serve a God that can help you beat the odds and beat the challenges. We have a, an amazing God that the Bible says in Psalm 68.5 that He is a father to the fatherless. Listen, I believe for those families without a father, I believe this. I believe that because God is in your life, you'll be part of those statistics that raise world changers. That's who you are. But my message today for fathers, let me just give you a couple of thoughts about this as we begin. Fathers carry significant influence in the behaviors and spiritual destiny of their children. Fathers carry significant influence. You see, the goal of parenting isn't to just simply raise well-rounded and well-educated and happy children. That's not our goal. Those things are important. But our goal, the greatest goal of a parent, is to raise children who have a passion for God. A passion for God. That's what we want. That's our goal, is to raise kids who have a passion for God. They love God. They honor God. They're part of church. And, and I mean, that's the, the goal for us as a parent. Why? Let me tell you why. A well-rounded child, that's good. It's great. We want to give our children great experiences in life. But if those experiences aren't filtered through biblical worldview, they may form wrong values about the world. And so it's more important to instill in them godly uh, values so they can interpret the world through biblical worldviews. You can provide a great education for your children. It's great. We should. We ought to do our very best for our children in that area. We want to help them have every opportunity to succeed in life. Absolutely. But we also know that success in the world doesn't mean success in life. I've known too many people who have struggled in, 
in their, their life inside, in their soul. They're unhappy even when they have been doing great in the world and success in their career. So it's not about that. We want to be fulfilled through God. We want to help our kids be happy. Absolutely. Everybody wants their kids happy. But it's not just about happy. We want our te- to teach our children how to, how to have joy through all the circumstances in life. Think what we're going through right now in our current culture. It's not about being happy. It's about finding joy on the inside. And, and so as a parent, we really want our kids to develop a strong walk with God because out of that walk with God, out of a, a biblical you know, stance, they can live in this world and they can be successful. So the primary goal, dads, is to help raise and influence our children to be passionate for God. And so today I want to give you three ways that we can help develop this kind of passion in our kids, how we can influence our kids. And I want to take us to a story out of the book of Matthew. And God spoke these three life-defining statements to Jesus. And we're going to take these three life-defining statements and we're going to apply them how we can have influence in our children's life. And so out of the book of Matthew, starting in chapter 3, verse 16, what is going on here is this is the moment that Jesus is stepping into His public ministry, and He arrives at the Jordan River. He's going to be baptized by John the Baptist. And and so this is that moment as He's being baptized. Verse 16 says, As soon as Jesus was baptized, He went up out of the water, and at that moment heaven was opened up, and they saw a Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting on Him. And then a voice from heaven. Can you imagine being at that baptism when Jesus comes out of the water and the dove comes down and then out of heaven a voice speaks? And here's what the voice of God said. He said this. He said, This is my Son, whom I love. With Him I am well pleased. Those are three life-defining statements. This is my Son, who I love, and with Him I am well pleased. And so we're going to take that first statement and just find out how this can help us as fathers have influence in our children's life. And so the first thing God said to Jesus at that baptism, He said, this is my son. This is my son. This is my son. Like, it was intimate, it was personal, and it was about a relationship. We can hear God declaring, this is my son. I'm in a relationship. I have responsibility. Love my son. See, godly fathering, our influence requires relationship. God was declaring relationship with His Son, Jesus. We need relationship. And fathers, it's our job to pursue our children and to build a relationship with our children. We need to pursue them. We need to know their hearts. Because without a relationship, will never have influence in their life. I mean, that's why social media never works for influence. People think they're influencers. They're not influencers. They're just noise online. Because without a relationship, there's no traction for influence. And so as dads, we need to build that relationship. And a good relationship with our children, well, it typically comes as an equation. And the equation is... It's really something like this. It's time plus energy equals relationship. Especially when your children are younger, it's time plus energy. Then that's what builds relationship with your children. So influence with our children. 
It comes out of this relationship. And the better you have in a relationship with your kids, the more you'll be able to influence them to raise them to be godly children. And that relationship that we have, it comes with responsibility. Dads, we have a responsibility. What is our responsibility? Well, as a parent, I take responsibility as a father. I take responsibility for setting the spiritual atmosphere in the home. I take responsibility for, for demonstrating and modeling a Christian life. In our home, in your home, in any home, children learn how to serve the Lord at home more than they do anywhere else. Listen, I'm a pastor. I love our church. I love the fact that we have an amazing kids ministry. But our kids ministry can never replace what happens in a home. A home can always trump what happens in church. And so what happens at home matters. I believe that children, they are able to catch who we are more than, than just hear what we say. There's a little phrase that's always been said, but children, uh, they say it like this, that it's, it's what is caught, not what is taught. And so our, our children will catch from us our heart. And so as fathers, we have to model a Christian life in front of our children, and that happens at home. And so just kind of quick, do your children ever see you praying? Do your children ever see you reading your Bible? Do your children ever hear you talking to your spouse or to friends about the Lord? I mean, is, is serving the Lord part of your family culture? Is praying at night, part of your family culture, do you spend any time with your children just before they go to bed, maybe reading a Bible story? Are you praying over your children? Like, you have to demonstrate this at home. If you want to have that influence, then you model at home. It's because children will be like you. They watch you, and they begin to imitate us. Children always learn from what we do more than what we say. And so I just want to encourage us as fathers that we need to be authentic in our walk with the Lord in front of our children. Authentic. You know what authentic means? It means that when our walk doesn't match our talk. Our children notice that. Our children notice. Listen, I'm a pastor. And I have two children. And I'm pretty sure there are times they've heard me preach on something and then realize that doesn't match up with how I live at times. I hope that's few and far between. But kids are watching. And here's what children are looking for. They're not looking for a perfect father. They're looking for an authentic father. And I want to give you a little encouragement, fathers, that, that when you miss it, it's not the end of the world. But what you do after you miss it really matters in your, in your modeling of a Christian life. As an example, let's just make some examples, just a quick way of viewing it. Let's say, for example, that Maybe in front of your children, you, you raised your voice to your wife and maybe you, you, know, you showed your anger. You did not demonstrate godly love to your wife. And, and so what your children are looking for is that you don't just brush that stuff off. What could be a great way to handle that? Just, just picture the moment like if you were to get with your children, maybe you have younger children, and you would just say, hey guys, listen. The way I spoke to your mom today, that doesn't demonstrate my love for your mom the way I know to. If you were to look at your kids and just say, you know what, guys, I've apologized to, to mom and I apologize to you. 
for how I acted today. And that's an authentic moment. I think your kids would learn from that as much as any other thing you do. Like, we have to be authentic in front of our children. We don't have to be perfect, Dad. We just have to be real. And we have to live authentically. But we need to bring our passion for God into the home. And as fathers, we need to lead there. Can I get an amen at home, fathers? Amen. Amen. Hey, the second thing that God said to Jesus as He was coming up out of the water, He said, in whom I love. In other words, He was declaring His love over His Son. He was saying, I love you. And love is such an important part of a household. Love is so important. Children need to know that they are loved. They need to feel the love of a father. They need to feel the love of, a, of what happens in a home. Love in a home becomes the place where children feel validated. Love in a home is where children they feel the approval of, of who they are. Love in a home brings to them that place of acceptance and and a place of belonging in a household. Where, where children find love, they, they find their self-worth. Like their self-worth comes from home, from what, from what fathers and mothers, how we love our children. They have to feel that love. Love is a place where children learn how to fail and be forgiven and to discover how to keep moving forward. That's what love does. The love of a father brings all of this into a child's life. It's so important. Let me, let me share with you a couple thoughts because when love is missing, it causes some unhealthy things to happen in our soul area. It causes kids to be unhealthy in so many ways when love is missing out of a house. Because when a child doesn't find approval at home, listen, listen, fathers, when, when your children don't find that that approval at home, what do they do? They go search for approval from others. When they don't find approval at home, they start trying to perform in ways to get approval. And so they find themselves in a performance trap of just trying to get approval, and they'll search for that approval all their life. But if we can show our kids we love them and we approve of them when they're little, they'll live out of confidence instead of trying to prove to the world that they have something to give. When a child doesn't find acceptance at home, when they, when they don't feel that from their father and their mother, then they're going to search for acceptance in other social groups in the world. Like Home needs to be where they hear you're loved, you're accepted. Because if they can't find that there, they'll go find it in other places. Different ways people look for that acceptance and they'll... They'll stretch their moral boundaries in order to find acceptance, whether it be from a boyfriend or a girlfriend. There's even like pockets of people that find acceptance through drug cultures and whatever that culture may be that, that finds that acceptance. They'll go look for it. Fathers, we have to give it at home. When a child doesn't feel loved at home, they feel unworthy. They feel like that if I'm not loved at home, then I must not be worthy to be loved. In other words, what happens is, is they, they show up with low self-value in their life. They show up with low self-esteem in their life when they don't find that love at home. What this does is it creates inside of a child when they feel unvalued and they feel undervalued, low self-esteem. 
then they kind of live life with just an apathetic mindset. They, 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 they really don't set big goals in life. They just live defeated because they haven't found that love at home. When a child doesn't receive unconditional love at home, when they don't learn how to, how to understand that they can be forgiven, then they really don't even know how to relate to God further down the road when God's forgiving them and Jesus wants to forgive them. If they haven't ever experienced at home, it's hard for them to relate it to God. Wow. Fathers, we play a huge role in the life of our children. We can influence our children in so many great ways. A father's love fills the heart of a child so they don't have to go outside the home to find that love from others. Love. Father said this to his son as he came up out of the water when Jesus was being baptized. And he said, with him, I am well pleased. He said, with Jesus, I am well pleased. In other words, what God was saying to Jesus publicly, he was saying, I'm so proud of you. He's so proud of him. Every person wants affirmation in their life. I want affirmation in my life, but, but I know children need the affirmation of a godly father. Every child needs a good attaboy or a good girl along the way. Affirmation, let me tell you what affirmation does. It develops a healthy pride inside of a child. A healthy pride. There's a good pride that we can have. It, it becomes a confidence inside of us. It becomes something that says, I can face life's challenges because my dad is proud of me, my mom is proud of me, my grandfather's proud of me, my grandmama's proud of me. There's something that rises up inside of people that just says, I can conquer the world when you know your family's got your back. And when a dad says, I'm proud of you, it builds a confidence on the inside of somebody. Dad, when you look at your child and you say, I'm so proud of you, you say to your child, I love the way you tried your best today in that game. When you say, I'm so proud of the way you worked so hard on that school project. When you say, I'm so proud of you the way you handled that difficult situation. I'm so proud of you. And when you say those words, you are building something on the inside of a child that gives them confidence to move forward. You're just speaking to their confidence. You're speaking to their destiny. You're helping them see that they can live to high standards in their life. They can live to something great by telling them that you're proud of them. They'll try their best in life when they know people are supporting them. Children will, will believe the best about themselves. They'll believe the best about the world when they know people are supporting them and proud of them. They'll set high goals. They won't settle for a, a mediocre life. Dads, we can set our kids up for the future by saying, I'm proud of you. I'm so proud of you. I remember when I was 12 years old. I'm 53 now, so that's a lot of years ago. I'm not even going to try to do the math. I was 12 years old, and I remember I was walking out of the house, and I was with a, a high school uh, student, and he was like part of our extended family and kind of hung around our house a lot. And I remember we were walking out the door. My mom walked out to the front door as we were walking out to his car, and my mom said to this young man that was getting ready to, to drive me into town, and she said to him, she goes, hey, stop just one moment. She said, I want you to be very careful today. And I remember him saying something like, well, yes, ma'am, I'm always careful. She said, well, listen, I want you to be very careful because Tim has a destiny on his life, and I don't want it to stop. I'll tell you, I remember hearing those words. That was when I was 12 years old. I hear those words so loud and clear today. 
it was like a seed. It was like a, a missile got planted into my heart. And I'm 53 years old, and I'm still living out of those words my mom spoke to me. And affirmation of a parent, of a father, can go so far. Her words were like seeds planted in my heart that are still bearing fruit today. Parents, we have an ability to speak these affirmations, to speak to our children and change their life. Fathers, listen, our influence is so needed and so important for our children. And so today as I wrap up my message, I want to just boil this down to something really simple. Uh, dads, if you're taking notes, which I hope you are, Dads, I want you just to write this down because it's going to be so easy, but it will help you take all that I just said and apply it. I want to help you apply it. And so God said this to His Son. He said, this is my Son, whom I love, and I'm well pleased. Father, you can take those three statements and you can turn them into your statements to your children. And I would say it like this. And these are the words you should say to your children often. Often you should say this. You should say, one, I am so glad you're my son or daughter. You see, that's what God was saying when He said, this is my son. He was saying, I'm so glad I'm in a relationship. This is my son. I'm so happy about my son. Dads, if you will just say to your children, grab them and hug them one time and just say, I'm so glad you're in my family. I'm so glad you are my son or daughter. Think about the, the, the um, acceptance that a child feels in that. The second thing you say to your children is, I love you. Say the words, I love you. They're like, that's not that hard. Three words, dads, we can get that. We can just say, I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. Just say it a lot. Say it till they're tired of hearing it. I'd rather your kids complain that you say it too much than not enough. Say, I love you. So one, I'm so glad you're my son or daughter. Two, I love you. And three, I'm proud of you. And if you'll start telling your children that you're proud of them, and they'll start just building up on the inside of confidence that a father can give. One, two, three. I'm so glad you're my daughter. Two, love you. Three, I'm proud of you. I remember when Bailey, she went to Australia, and I taught a portion of this message one time before. I don't know if she remembers it, but occasionally I would just send her a text. One, two, three. And what I meant was, I'm so glad you're my daughter. I love you, and I'm proud of you. Listen, she was halfway around the world, but I wanted her to know that her daddy was for her, and he loved her, and he was proud of her. Dads, we can influence our children. Would you use today, tomorrow, moving forward, your words to build into your children's life? Begin to show them what's in your heart towards them. One, two, three. I believe that being a father isn't a luxury for us. It's certainly not a side hustle for us. It's a necessity for our next generation. Fathers, we can be a godly influence in the next generation. And lastly, as I close before I pray for all the fathers, I want every father to know this. I want every father to know that none of us have been a perfect father. None of us have gotten it right. I'm pretty convinced that both of my children are going to need a little prayer ministry along the way. They probably have already had some that I don't even know about. And, and I'm okay with that because I know we're not perfect. 
I don't have to be perfect. You don't have to be perfect. Be authentic. You don't have to be perfect. I want every father to know there's grace and there's forgiveness. If the distance between you and your children is too far to even imagine, listen, just begin to pray and just thank God for those kids. Begin to declare it to yourself. Don't ever feel the guilt and condemnation from what I'm saying, but begin to start wherever you are with whatever you can do. Begin to build in your children's life. Honestly, I'll tell you too, that it's really not too late in many ways to go ahead and start saying these things to your children. My dad speaks to me when I call him on the phone. And, and by the way, happy Father's Day, Dad. I don't know if you get to watch all my messages online, but I'll just take this moment to sidebar. I love you, Dad. Thank you for the godly heritage you've given to me. Harriet honors you. Children honor you, and we honor you, Dad. I love you. But I know this that many times when I talk to my dad on the phone, and before he hangs up, he'll just say, Son, I'm so proud of you. I'm 53. It still matters. I don't think it ever becomes unimportant to speak words of affirmation to those we love. Amen. Fathers, I love you. Thanks for tuning in. I want to just pray for all the dads, granddads. Can I just pray for you just a minute? I, Maybe you're on the couch or, I don't know, maybe you've got it on your phone in your office and you're, you're catching up. Wherever you are, let's just take a pause. If you're on the couch and uh, you're a, a spouse, a wife, or just let's just enter into a moment to pray and honor our fathers and celebrate. Hey, the fact that you're online tells me that you are on the right track. You're watching this and you're doing great, Dad. And so let me pray for you, Father. I love you. We love you. Father, let all of the dads know that you are for them. You are strengthening them. God, I ask that you'd give them grace in every area. Give us grace. Give me grace in every area where I've missed it. God, cover it. And God, I ask that you would help our children to grow up to be world changers, have a passion for you. And God, I ask that you would help me, help every father to be able to be successful in raising children who are passionate for You. That's our heart, Lord. We love You, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Church, I love you. God bless you. Have a great day, and we'll see you next week.